So I went on a date, right? I'm like, okay, this is gonna be good. Like, I'm gonna go somewhere, I'm gonna get recognized, and then that's gonna impress them. This is good stuff. Didn't care. They didn't give a <laughs> shit at all, Didn't yeah. give a shit. I'm like, <laughs> Hi everyone, it's me, Dom. Welcome back to Dom Meets World. This week on the show, I'm joined by not one, but all of the members of the NeverEnding Fall. These are my boys, my best friends, and they're the ones that kind of have been keeping me grounded here in LA. Like I love them; they're like my brothers. And we're gonna be talking about is we're gonna be talking about dating as musicians. I'm excited for this episode only because not only because of this reason, but they're obviously my brothers and my best friends. But I haven't been able to share with you guys that I'm in a band. Um, I do make music, and that's something that does affect my dating life a lot. My band is called Don't Call, which is why. If you guys have seen, um, know my socials, Don't Call Dom. We all have Don't Call before our names. That's our commitment to the band. And it's kind of crazy how the band started. It started over mutual breakups of, of me and my best friend, Keegan. We used to live together with our exes. We never used to talk to each other. We broke up with our exes and he invited me over to make music after we both were broke up and we were single and heartbroken. And that's where we made our first song called Glossy Ellipse, which is about my ex, who I thought was going to be the one, but didn't end up being that. And dating as a musician is it's crazy because it's a lot of what you do is inspired by your love life. It's kind of the thing that kind of like gets my creative juices going. That sounds bad to say. That's that's like bad vibes. That's like don't go into this. That like don't. Mother Nature was like don't do it. Don't do it. Don't talk about it. But I'm going to talk about it. Um, and the first song we wrote was actually about my ex that I broke up with. And I remember sitting down and we were writing the song called Glossy Ellipse and thinking to myself, like, is this too much? Is this too much to to share with the world and being vulnerable with some of the lyrics? And it was obviously about her. And I knew if we released that, she would know about it. And, you know, in classic Dom fashion of taking it too far, I remember, I think I, I actually added a voice clip from like a video I made of her and I added to the end of the song, like classic musician stuff, like add the voicemail from the girl that you're in love with, add her voice to the song, just to make it that much more emotional. And we were like contemplating, we are like, do we put this out? Is she gonna know? Is she gonna be upset? Um, I think that's the important thing about music and the important thing about being a creative. And even this podcast is something I'm always being told by um, my producers, um, is that it's okay to share what's happened to you. And that's kind of what I learned through making music. It's like, this thing happened to me. This is how I express myself creatively. This is how I express my feelings is through songwriting and through singing. And that's kind of how I, how I learned that, how I learned how to, when I first started opening up and being vulnerable, it was through my music, through songwriting. And if you listen to any of my music, I always tell people, like, if you want to know who I really am, it's like, just listen to Don't Call, listen to the lyrics that I write, because that's when I'm at my most vulnerable place. And it's tricky because you put these songs out and they're about significant others and then you start dating other people and then they listen to your music and they're like, oh, you're a musician. And they listen to it and they're like, this is about someone. Like, who is this about? Who is this one about? Who is this one about? And it's almost my music has become like a diary or like a, what's, is it a diary or like a journal? It's like a diary of like a timeline is what the word I'm looking for. It's become like a timeline of my dating life. Like if you look at my first song and how I talk about everything, it's, there's a lot of, like my first song, Glossy Ellipse, there was a lot of anger in it. There was a lot of 
I want I want to say like there wasn't a lot of self reflection in my music when I first started. It was a lot of blame, and as I grew as a person, a lot of the music that I write now is it's more about me. It's more self reflective in the way that I am, and. For example, you know, Glossiolus was really angry, and then I wrote this song called Drowning, and that was just like me taking accountability for the way that I'm in relationships, of me talking about, you know, not having a relationship growing up to look to, to aspire to be, because my dad left, something I keep on talking about, I know, blah, 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 my dad left to go get milk and he never came back, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, you know, I talk about my dad a lot, but in that song, in my songwriting, I felt comfortable enough to and my growth through dating and through going to therapy, that was the first song that I wrote, which was a self-reflective song of being taken accountability for the way that I am in relationships and and looking at myself. And that's what writing is to me. That's how much music means to me. And I think it means so much to me is that people say, you know, Dom, you're very vulnerable and you're very open and you talk about all these things. But music is something that I don't often share with you guys. And I think that's because that's the thing I care about so much. That's when I'm my most vulnerable is my songwriting and my and my music and that's the thing that I I hold so dear that I'm that's the one thing that I haven't opened up yet is 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 sharing that side of me with you guys so you know that's something that I'm excited to have these guys on and talk about my music and what it means to date as a musician and how that reflects your songwriting um rehearsals, practice, going on tour, doing shows, the perception of being a musician, it, it all plays into each other in a sense. And uh, I don't know, I think now I'm at a point where I, I look forward to dating not, that sounds bad. I was about to say I look forward to dating <laughs> for the creative outlet of it. Like it gives me more like content. <laughs> that sounds so bad. That sounds like I'm dating for content. But it's like, I just, I just, I love love. I love writing. I love, and I'm inspired so much by love. And I'm, I think what I mean, what I mean to say is I'm looking forward to finding somebody that hopefully changes. I'm, I'm looking forward to the, like I said, okay, rewind. I'm looking forward to the timeline continuing to grow and seeing my growth through making music, through songwriting, through dating and the way that I've grown as a person and seeing what comes next, who I date next, who joins that timeline and maybe seeing, maybe I'll write a happy song for once, you know? The Dom write a happy song challenge, it's it's yet to be completed, but maybe that will come sometime soon. Um, so yeah, if you guys, once again, I am in a band, it's called Don't Call. If you guys wanna check it out, check it out. We're on Spotify, Apple Music. We've been doing this for a little bit. Shout out Keegan, shout out Jaden, those are my boys. We're going on tour later this year as well. But enough about me, all right? I'm joined by my brothers, my best friends. As I mentioned, I'm joined by the wonderful and talented Never Ending Fall. They're a band made up of five members, Jack Miller, Tommy St. Clair, Conrad Boyd, Pierce Eisenhart, and Johnny Homan. They started their band in the fourth grade and released an album in 2020 called Space City. Recently, they have had two new singles, Happy Goodbye and Wasn't So Bad, that are part of their EP that drops later this year. You might also know them from their hit TikTok series, Can It Kirkland. Please welcome <laughs> the never-ending fall to the show. What's up, boys? What's up? How, How we doing? doing? How we doing? That was, that How we was doing? literally the 
most legendary bio that I've ever done on this Let's show. Oh. I, I, I should have read that beforehand as well. I didn't think it, was, it just kept going. Yeah. I was like, okay, this is what we're doing today. This is like, how you guys been? It's been like 48 hours. We right? were just talking about that. It's only been two days and we feel like we have Dom withdrawal. Like, I constantly have Netflix. Withdrawal really constantly. I, I think for everybody who doesn't know let, I, let's explain to everybody We've literally only met like we, we met each other probably what a month. two months ago. Yeah, month maybe ago? two months Probably two months. Yeah, two months two now. Months? Yeah, two months now. Yeah, and the crazy yeah. thing is is that like I feel like we've become like best friends in a way I, you know? I feel like we we are that's my brother, bro. You know yeah, what I'm that's my boy. Man. We are, <laughs> we are. Yeah. It was like we we did the the can at Kirkland you guys had me over and Carrie actually brought me. Shout out Carrie. Shout out Carrie. And then immediately she was like, "Okay, are you ready to go?" I'm like, "I'm kind of want to just kick it." Like <laughs> That's it. No, literally. Yeah. It was like as as soon as we got done, sometimes you know when we do a collab with certain people we're not familiar with, like or like no personally, like sometimes they just leave immediately after. And we were it was like refreshing because you were just like wanted to hang out. We were like, yeah, we were so nice. Hung out. Then I came back like two days later, and then it just became a freak. I, then it was like, I remember we we had a conversation, and it was like, I was, you guys were like, you can come over anytime, and I was like, are you guys sure? And then like it was a while, and I was like, can I like I kind of miss you guys? Like, do you guys want to hang out? You guys, like, oh, anytime. And it was like we wanted to ask you to hang out, but we didn't know if you were busy. And I was like, right. well, I didn't know if you guys were busy. Like, I kind of <laughs> wanted to just. And now it's just I just pop in now. Yeah. Now, just, now, <laughs> now, like I'm sad when I wake up and Dom's not on the couch. I'm like, no. Like it's like literally, and I will say we're a pretty tight friend group. Yeah. So the fact that you've like right away we were like, oh, like Dom's a part of the gang. Like he's he's just you know a homie from day yeah. one. Like yeah. you're like Tommy. Like your parents sent me like the sweetest text. Oh yeah, my, yeah, like yeah, Dom and my this, parents. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> for real. That's, that's mom. That, that official now. We that like, type. You know yeah, that's, she was like, anytime you're on the East Coast, you have to stay with us. And I was like. Man, I might just go to Baltimore tomorrow, man. I might go to Maryland tomorrow just to hang out, just to hang out with mom and pops, man. Like, yeah, it was funny when my parents were leaving. My dad was like, "Yo, do you have Dom's number?" I was like, "Yeah." Why? <laughs> He's like, "Well, I didn't get to say goodbye, so I just want to like say goodbye." I was like, "Where?" No, like, your dad like. That was funny. We be fucking with each other for real. Like, he was, <laughs> like you guys, like he was like he just messaged me once. I was like. Hey, we're making. I just ordered Chinese food. You coming over? And I remember I just popped oh, yeah, up that yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, no, we didn't plan on hanging out at all. And then Dom comes over at like eleven o'clock, <laughs> and I were like, <laughs> like, "Let's go." Yeah. Also, the thing with every every time we hang out, it turns into like three a.m. and we're oh, like, my. "Yeah." We're just talking about the realest shit, and yeah. then it's like, "When are we? Are we going to sleep?" Like, <laughs> thought, you know? See, the thing that people don't realize too, like in our house, like I live like down in the like literally right next to the kitchen, so, and and that's like the prime hangout spot when everyone's, you know, mm -hmm. a little tipsy, you know, hanging out and they're like, you know, having their little talks. Dude, I remember one night I, I went to sleep, like I did my little Irish goodbye, you know, I went to sleep at like <laughs> probably, you know, nine o'clock, nine thirty. Literally. Like an old man. But um I remember I heard you guys talking. I like woke up and I was like, oh man, I need like water or something, like ice cold water. Went out to the <laughs> kitchen. It's like 4 a.m. and you guys are still just like, yeah, man, yeah, of course, yeah. You know, like, I, have you yeah. ever thought about like this, like perspective? You know, I was like, yeah. have you ever thought about like your purpose? Like, yeah, like that, that type of shit. Yeah, yeah. No, but I feel like so that's funny. like the best friendship. Is like we just immediately made sure it was like just instant boys. It was yeah. like there's right. No, like I honestly, I'm like, I'm so sad to like leave. LA for oh, right? for like a little bit because oh, like we were talking about we were we were saying the same thing like 
how can we get Dom to stay here, man? Like, honestly, if you guys need like a tour roadie, I'll just say like, kind of just like the podcast, man. Like, yo, Dom, like I said, like offer's still on the table, dude. I will marry you if you want to be. I'm done, man. Then you can honestly, this is what this podcast is. This is why I made a dating podcast, just to cycle people on and just see who will give me my green card. Until someone eventually says yes. Once someone says yes, no need. I'm done. So after this episode, you do not have to podcast anymore. This is the finale. Last episode, Dom meets world. Dom meets America. Dom meets Jack. Dom Miller, baby. So okay, just just to like let's bring it back for a quick second, just so everyone knows what's everybody's role in the band. Let's you do, let's. You do names and role, or just role? Yeah, just yeah. Let's do names and role. Yeah, let's like do do everyone. Not familiar. Everyone right. is not yeah. familiar. Yeah, yeah. You know. Hello, my name is Pierce Eisenhart. Um, I play guitar for the Neverending Fall. Hello, everybody. My name is Conrad Boyd, and I play guitar as well for Neff. Hello, my name is Johnny Homan, and I play the bass. Is my turn? Yeah, you, uh, you got it. I got it. Uh, hello, my name's Jack, and I play guitar and I sing for Never Ending Fall. My name's Tommy, and I play the drums. Woo! Yeah! Yeah! yeah. Yes! Wow, I feel like I'm yes. in school. I'm like in middle school. Like <laughs> yes! So how, how did the band start? Just for, again, I know all this information. Yeah. Let's go over it. I know this so detailed. Best friends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But just for everyone watching, you know what I'm saying? Explain like the trajectory of the band, how it started, where you guys are at now. So we started in fourth grade, which is crazy. We're um, All of us are mostly 25, Jack's 27. So we've been friends for a minute. But we, uh, so... <laughs> you guys sound like you're, you're like, take him out back and shoot like him. I'm gonna it's die like it's just about that soon. time. You know, <laughs> I feel like that. My knees hurt all the, the time. It sucks, dude. But it was uh, in fourth grade, there was a talent show... And me and Conrad saw each other, and we were like, dude, let's make a band. And then we made the band, played the talent show, and we've been playing... Come up with the name, too. We're like, we have the greatest band name. Yeah, we're like, let's call it Never Ending Fall, which means nothing. You know, there's no... We didn't... Like, everybody's like, is it like fall time, or like, is it like an abyss that we're just falling into? But it was nothing like that. We just made it randomly. And then we've just been playing music with each other every week since. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Crazy vibes. Yeah, dude. Hey. yeah. Well, what else did you ask him? What else did he ask? Yeah, so, okay, yeah. So the band started in fourth grade, um, and throughout the years, you know, people came and went. Um, I think we've had this group for about nine to ten years or so. Um, and I think about a year ago, we all decided to make the move to L.A. And, you know, we had visited before. We really enjoyed it. So then about a year ago, we moved out to Los Angeles. And we fell in love, and we, we still love it out here, and we've been here ever since. And thank God, you know, because that's how we met our boy Dom here. That's right. Love you boys, man. No, nah, but um, it, to give you, like, a little more, like, um, perspective of how our lives have changed in the last year. Yeah, like, please. So we grew up in, in, you know, Baltimore, Maryland, playing pretty much bar gigs. And for everyone that doesn't know what a bar gig is, you go to the bar and you see the band playing on stage. That's what we did for 10 years straight. And it kind of sucked the soul out of us, honestly, because you never got to play original music. You had to play covers, and you always had that person in the back, you know, always saying, like, you know, play, like, Sweet Home Alabama or Freebird, like, whatever the hell it was. <laughs> and it was just, it, it was kind of a formative time in our career because we had to do it. 
You know, a lot of people don't want to do it, but we had to do it because one, we got that chemistry with us specifically where say when we're on stage, you know, jamming out or something like that, like I can look at Tommy, Pierce can look at Conrad, anybody can look at each other and we know exactly what you mean without saying a single word. Like yeah. it was just over those years. And then, um, so we did that for so long and then, um, we, you know, did the thing where we were like, oh, guys, like, let's move to L.A., you know, let's follow our dreams, this, that, and the other. And we went out to L.A. for a month and recorded an album that was never released, never going to be released. Um, and we did that, and it, it was just a time where we were just like, this looks like something we could do. Like, we, I could, I could see myself living out here. And then we got back to Maryland, and we decided, let's kind of not put the band on halt, but, like, let's just all get jobs. Let's save up as much money as we possibly can. And that way, when we move out to LA, we don't have to get day jobs. We can just focus on the, you know, thing itself. Like, and then we got out, did the whole, like, you know, you know, like social media thing. We started, you know, series dwelling into TikToks and what that was like. But yeah, like, and it kind of like changed our lives because yeah, that, was the, that was the, that was the crazy thing. Cause as soon as we got to Los Angeles, I feel like we just touched down here and then we were like, let's make a TikTok. And it seemed like right away we made obviously the Can of Kirkland series yeah. and like everything kind of changed like after that. Yeah, like we started, we posted three music related TikToks and then we're like, let's make a fun, something funny that shows our personality. And then right after that, like the next morning, we're like, oh shit, like, <laughs> okay. I guess, like, it's you know, fun. let's do this again. Then we did it again. We're like, oh, it's still going. People still like it. And now we're like 40 epi like, episodes into this series and it's right. still going. Yeah. Still going. But yeah. No. Um, and the other thing I wanted to ask, I wanted to get into is like, obviously, this is a dating podcast. For sure. Yeah. 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 And I've, I've met a few of your significant others. Yep. Yes, you have. I have. <laughs> so what's it like? Like, what's your current dating lives been like? Like, what's it like dating while in a band as a musician? I think that it is amazing. So uh, me and my woman that you've met. Lo can I say her name? Am yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Shout out, Brit, man. Shout, Shout out. out, Brit. Man. Shout out. Brittany. Yes. So we, uh, <laughs> we we actually have like this cute love story. But to like tie it back into the band is like pretty like funny and ironic. But um, so she actually I'm saying this now because she like made me remember it. But the other day we were hanging out with Dom and then like Dom came up and, and he was like, he's like, yeah, like Brittany told me like how you two met. So like with the band, it was cool enough. I remember I could be wrong. So we're, we're going on like our five years in December now. Right. So I think it was like the summer of 2018. We just got off tour from like touring the East Coast, like just down to Florida and doing like our thing, whatever. And then like one of our like last shows was like this big like uh, it was big like this big like what do they used to call those things? It was like a like a local jam thing, like yeah. a festival. Are you talking about the showcase? It was like, it, a, show like a show. It was like a showcase. Right, right. It was yeah. a showcase. Yeah. So it was like they just bring a whole bunch of these bands in. You have like a 30 to 40 minute set, whatever. And like I saw this like beautiful woman across the street not across yeah, the street like across like yeah, the little whatever you did, Pierce. yeah, yeah, yeah. You i did. saw this like beautiful woman across the oh ways <laughs> should i go into the walking up part oh it's please funny. yeah okay. please no no i know this yeah, okay, i love okay. this i remember all right like, before you say anything Pierce, i literally remember seeing britney across the way like are we allowed to cuss on here by the way yeah go okay. ahead i out of Pierce like I was like dude what's going on I was like this girl is like looking at you Pierce and I was like but it's not like a thing where it's like you know like who's that like she was just like oh, who's this like and I was like and she kept doing a thing where she would just like 
Keep and like, also Pierce was getting like, so oh, hey, nervous, hey, dude. I remember hey, when Pierce gets going? really nervous, he like goes into like like almost military form. He's like, what's happening? <laughs> How like, should I f He gets into like, like girl. girl. I'm like, bro, yeah. chill the And that was the first time Pierce I've ever seen you. He comes up to me, he's like, dude, should I go say what's up to her? I was like, you've never said that to me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, sure. And he's yeah. like, I'm doing it. And he just did it. I was like, that's my boy. Yeah. Didn't you do something before that? Yeah, so this is the awkward part. Viewers, I'm sorry if this is awkward. So me and Brittany, my girlfriend now, we followed each other on Instagram. And then like, whatever. Like I wasn't too familiar with her. Like never posted her face, whatever. Yeah. So I unfollowed her, ironically, like like a couple months before the oh show. Just No, like... Just like out of my brain, I was like, oh, you don't post your face. I uh, Like, I don't know who you are. Whatever. You don't really post too yeah. much. Unfollow. I see this girl at the show and I was like, you know what? I was like, is that the girl I unfollowed like a couple months ago? And like, I'm like trying to figure it out. So my weird ass pulls up Instagram. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, what is this girl's name? What is this girl's name? And I'm like, all right, Brittany. So I'm looking through, like looking for this Brittany. And then I see a couple mutuals tag, yeah. right? So I follow her. <laughs> when I'm Before approaching. while looking, at not, 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 no, yes. not like that. No, not like no. that. It not was like literally that. they were making shit. eye contact. Pierce looks down. I see him click follow, and then looks up. I'm no. like, Pierce, you just blew it. You yeah, blew it. You, you had it locked in. So, yeah. So I'm sure whatever she gets this notification that Pierce Eisenhart followed her. Just looks up. You're staring. At her. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's just you. Just. Yeah. I was. I was like, oh. So yeah. So I like. I was like, all right. Screw it. I already made this so awkward, uh, whatever. So I walk up and she was with her friend at the time, uh, her friend Miranda, and I walk up and I've never been this much like a nervous wreck, like meeting like a girl. Oh yeah, she told me. Yeah, and dude, <laughs> as the second I go up, I'm like, I don't even remember what I said. I was like, hey, whatever, like I think I'm, you're super pretty or whatever. And I was like, my name's Pierce. And I go to like, I'm doing all this gentleman shit and I go to like lift my hand up to like introduce myself. <laughs> I don't know if the cameras can see, but like if this is me, it's like, I'm literally like, hey, my name's Pierce. <laughs> <laughs> like I swear to God, and I could feel my face just full of blood and everything. But we met, uh, like I didn't, like I ignored her for the rest of the night after that. A couple we weeks. Love that. Yeah. Very smooth. Yeah. As, yeah. as you as yeah. you should. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. how you yeah. do it. Yeah, but that was um. So that was that, and then like a couple weeks later, she like sent me her number, and then that's how we kicked it off. But being in the band, like if it wasn't like for the band, if I was not in Annapolis that day, I wouldn't meet my significant other I have now that I oh, love yeah. so dearly. Damn, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. She got to see you in your purest form. Yes. That's my love that story. Guitar. Yeah, baby. Oh, I yes. love that. Yeah. One thing I want to say to the question of what is it like being in a relationship, you know, yeah. a, 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 you know, in a band, especially right. one that's like, you know, has kind of that almost more female leaning, you know, art, like audience, like, you know, that's, I would say, I think our TikTok last time I checked was 90, 10, like 90% female and 10% male. So it's You're like. Right. Very, you know, female dominant, but um, I would say like one thing that has helped me and my girlfriend especially is just like being straight up s communication is key. That is the biggest thing. And we've kind of set and allocated times during the day. I always wake up. As soon as I wake up, we always call each other. She lives in Atlanta too, so we live in different time zones, mm -hmm. but it's just like every morning we wake up, we always talk on the phone every night before bed, we at least try. Sometimes I'm a little busy with like podcasts and stuff like that, but like we at least try every single night to say good night or at least talk, you know, hey, how was your day? You know, this, that, and the other. Yeah. And it's just like almost, it, it's not something that you should do with anyone because if it feels like a chore, then it's that's not yeah, what it's about. Like but it's you like want effortlessly. Yeah. yeah, it's like effortlessly, like where I'm like, distance. yeah, and it's long distance. Like um, it's like, yeah, she lives in Atlanta. I live in Los Angeles and it's like, 
very hard. Some some might think that, oh, that's not, you know, that's doomed, you know, like long distance relationships never work. And it's like, you can make it work if you both want it to work, you know, yeah. if someone doesn't want it or if someone's, you know, a little less down for it, it's not going to work. Like yeah. you have to both be down for that. And we both said, like, she has this one TikTok where she was, like, joking around, like, right before, like, not right before she met me, but, like, a few weeks before she met me, she, like, she was, like, yeah, I, like, changed my, like, bumble radius to, like, be, like, half a mile because I don't even, like, leaving my, like, couch. And she was, like, and now I'm in a relationship with someone who's 2,500 miles away. And she was, like, <laughs> go figure, you know? But, yeah, dude, it's, like, the, the, the main thing from that, if someone could have, like, a takeaway from that is just communication is literally key and being in a relationship especially in a band because you're gonna see pictures you know people like you know say there's like pictures of like you know girls kiss me on the cheek or something like that you know at shows like when i'm like meeting certain people and like i love meeting everyone you know and yeah. i don't mind it but it's just like to certain you know people out there that would make them extremely jealous and or you know insecure in the relationship and it's just like as long as you keep an open line of communication you state what you know is important to you especially like that goes such, such a long way and it's like 100 you know. percent and i mean like it's like the same it's like an overlap of like not only being a musician but also being an influencer as well and like exactly it's yeah. like we're like we're all musicians yeah. but we're also leaning to the influencer world so it's like for example if you have like a collab with like like a tori kelly mm -hmm. you know what i mean now you have this gorgeous woman in your home for or sure. i'm on a podcast and i have somebody on my thing and it's like this is it's just <laughs> It's, work. it's just work. Yeah, exactly. It's just, exactly. It's just transactional. Yeah. Like, there's nothing, but it's like, that's what content is at the end of the day. That's what being a musician is. For sure. It's for like sure. That. It's part of the, the job. So you have to have that full communication and full trust when you're with somebody. Trust is another thing. Trust is a big thing. And that's one thing, because, like, I've been in past relationships where it's just like, I've gotten so over in the past that I'm just like, I give my trust very sparingly. I don't really give my trust to much people. And, like, in this relationship, you know, we've been dating for about seven months, eight months actually now, but um, it's just like, I don't want to, you know, be that person to kind of like, just say, yeah, I trust you. And then I'm over, you know? Yeah. Because that's the worst feeling ever. I, I've been over so many times and I trust so fast though. Right? It, does, right? it hasn't changed at all. Oh, been over and immediately I'm like, the good I, thing I, is, I, I, I would yeah. die for you. Yeah, I for would, sure. I, <laughs> what did you say? Yeah, mm -hmm. but the cool thing is now that like the partner I'm with now is like they give me reasons to trust them. Yeah, of you know, course. Like, yeah, there's never a, a time where I'm like this reason I don't trust you. You know, like this, that, and the other. It's like I, you know. And I've only met her through phone, but exactly. I, like, I, I love she, her. Yeah. yeah, she just talked to you yeah. on Facetime and shit. But I love her. One day, one day we'll get. To, one day we'll I'll, get to, I'll make my way to, to, meet, to yeah, Atlanta. Exactly. Or LA. But yeah, Tommy. What about you? You're uh, the one that's been in the longest relationship out of all of us. So why don't you explain that? Yeah, I've been in a relationship for seven years. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, my girlfriend's the best. She means the world to me. She's the most important person to me. Um, but yeah, so we met in high school, and I saw her. I was like, yeah, this is the one. And um, it was like around prom time, and we were at a bonfire, and I just screamed, will you go to prom with me? And she was like, what the f*** was that? <laughs> Dumb. Like, that wasn't, that wasn't good at all. Like, you didn't even try to do that. Um, I'm just in my head. It's just you're at bonfire, just like everyone's chilling. We were probably she's like, "What the? F yeah, she's <laughs> like, what the f was that? <laughs> what the? F we dated all through high school, and then she actually moved to LA before me. And she like just got up and was like, "I'm moving to LA. Like, I'm just gonna do it." And it like crushed me though, because I was like, "Damn, now I gotta get to LA." 
Yeah. And I think that was a big spark for me too. Cause I was like, you know, if we're going to stay together, like I got to get out there. Yeah. And I ended up doing it and it worked for the best. Now we live together. We have a dog together. Love but honey. yeah. But even in a band, it's crazy because like you're always on the go, especially on tour. Like I have to leave for months at a time mm-hmm. and like, that's tough. But I think if you're like, if your relationship's strong enough, like it'll, it'll work out. But yeah. yeah. Love that. Yeah. All right, now for the my my fellow single brethrens. Oh. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Yeah, I want yeah. yeah. All right. What's going on? Uh, oh. Wanna, oh. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'll take the reins. Yeah. Yeah, take the reins here. How do you so, What's so, your what's your dating life? Like? My dating life. Um, well, currently it's pretty unexistent. Uh, I got out of a relationship back in <laughs> February and um, to be perfectly honest, I haven't even been on any dates or anything since. Uh, we pretty much work all the time. We wake up every day at 1030 do a morning meeting. And I feel like I'm not done until like 2 a.m. working every day. Um, so, yeah, nothing really major happening. You know, like every now and then, you know, you'll talk to someone on Instagram. And, you know, of course, they're always somewhere else in the world or something. Uh, so, yeah, really nothing Nothing major going on over here. <laughs> good, Just good. Sounds no, good. Sounds good. Yeah. You got a lot to work with there. Yeah, it gave me a lot to work with. <laughs> you don't you don't be checking the DMs? I I be talking to girls in the DMs, okay, but okay. like but there the, go, there Yeah, go. you know, and I you know <laughs> you, you, you be sliding. You be sliding I, my the boy. The funny thing is I don't I personally don't like to like reach out to anyone via DM. Like you won't catch me doing that. But if someone reach out to me, I'm like, oh, I think they're cute or they don't say anything like too cringy or whatever. Then like, I mean, I respond to like mostly anyone anyways, just because I like to like, I like to chat and like to engage with people. Um, but yeah, every now and then like someone will be like, yeah, I'm trying to come to LA or like this and that. I live in San Francisco. Normally it's like so hard to line up because it's like, it, you know, like no one's out here that I ever end up talking to. Um, but you never know. Like, I think uh, this one girl I was talking to is going to come out here in like a week or so. So, oh, okay. We'll see what happens. Hey, oh, hey, he just picked oh. up a carpet today, too. Yeah, I, I think oh. yeah. 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 We were at Costco. He was like, hey, no, I'm, I, I need to, I need to, I need to step room. up yeah. the room. Yeah. Yeah. Before it looked a little bit like a Swedish prison cell. <laughs> Swedish. <laughs> Swedish prison Swedish. cell. And now I think it they looks, have the best ones. Now yeah. it looks <laughs> exceptional. $60 at Costco. What do you know about it? Let's go, go, more plugs yes. for Costco. From and, Mr. Yeah, and Mr. <laughs> Mr. Jack Miller. Jackie, my oh, boy. Oh, yeah. So I feel like I'm actually on the, like, kind of when Johnny was talking about, like, long distance. I was in a long distance relationship. Well, I was in a relationship before we moved out to L.A. for, like, two years, and we broke up once, and then I moved out to L.A., and I feel like the when we ended our relationship, it was because of, like, a lack of communication from both of us, and, like, um, we just couldn't work things out. Like, we're still very good friends and still talk to each other all the time. We, like, respect each other and, like, still care about each other, but um, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's such a hard thing moving somewhere, and, like, we tried it for, I guess, like, almost a year and uh, just didn't end up working out, but uh, it is tough, man. It's it's a tough thing to care about someone, but be on the road and also like be literally as far as you can be away from that person in the United States. It's like, I don't know. It's such a tough thing to do. I'd rather not do it again. Like now, I'm kind of like just focusing on myself and and kind of getting because it hurts, you know, when you break up from something like that. But uh, but yeah, I don't know. Like I, I give Johnny kudos because like you guys are doing it right. 
and it's like cool to see someone. I was about to say my one question for you is like, <coughs> yeah. like in the relationship, did it start? To, did the communication start to feel like a chore almost, rather than yeah. just like a, like you know what? Like sometimes like you just and like, like we both yeah. we both like um, wanted things from each other that we couldn't give to each other, and uh, and then on top of that, you know maybe maybe I feel like that's common in every relationship, but when you're in such close proximity, like even living with somebody, it's so much easier to like get rid of those problems than versus when it's like on FaceTime or it's like, you know, and I was like three hours before her. So when we wake up at like 10 uh, or like nine, she's already, you know, at noon, like already almost past her day. So the window was small and uh, I don't know. Yeah, it was it was like a hard way to communicate and, and fix problems. Mm. So, yeah, but I'm I'm still in, still chilling. Got got my five boys here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, I'm gonna start crying in a second. It's all good. <laughs> no, I'm, just kidding. I'm just kidding. I mean, it's an interesting, it's an interesting like group dynamic because I feel like it's similar to my band. Like, right. The two other members of my band are both in like relationships, okay. and I'm always like, I sing, songwrite, and I feel like it's like I'm almost like I have to just stay that way. You know what I'm saying? Because they're so happy. Right. It's like somebody has to be broken. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> self-deprecating. I love that. That's such, that's such you know an artist I mean? thing so to I'm do. So I'm here. I'm here with you in yeah. spirit. You know, like we right. got to stay broken for the band inside. That's true. Yeah. Do you ever feel that way? Never. Like when you do TV shows and like with your band, that like you know you're gonna be away for a while, and like, is, you, do you think it's hard for you to find relationships because of that? Yeah, it definitely is tough. It's like not only with the band and like being away from the band, but it's also like. I was on a dating show. Yeah, like, yeah. if someone hasn't seen the dating show, once I start talking to them, they're gonna watch the dating show. You know what I mean? And they're gonna yeah. see the narrative and they're gonna be like, oh, this guy said I love you to these people and there's this drama and this happened. And if they have watched it and they still wanna date me, it's like, they have this per perception of me that was created on TV. Like, they put me, if they really like me, like they put me on this pedestal as like, oh, you won this dating show, you're this perfect guy, which is yeah. like, I'm not perfect, like no one's perfect, you know what I mean? I can never live up to someone's expectations and I always try to and then I fuck it up, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, so it's like, it's it's a constant, constant struggle. Yeah. yeah, but I feel like it's nice that, you know, like people, some people don't practice, like it's, it's like a practice, you know, like getting relationships and learn. you like learn so much, especially when they end. So like I have friends that are just getting girlfriends in their late 20s. They're like, man, like, this is hard. I'm like, yeah, no shit, dude. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> like, what do you mean? That's one thing a lot of people don't understand. You gotta, like, actually fight and work for a relationship. For yeah. sure. You and know, learn. It's not like, gonna just, like, that. work. And one thing that my biggest problem is is that I just expect my girlfriend to know what's wrong with my, like, what's wrong with me, you know? Yeah, like, yeah I'm pissed about this. You should just know, you know, like, I'm like, yeah. why don't you know? And then I'm like, she's not Mind reader, no yeah. shit. She's on. That's know. a crazy like, thing because I feel like it. we do. Like, well, like well, that's, we that's know different. with us. We've it's been different. in a relationship like, for I feel like ten years for the five of us, so we have this like we symbiosis. Know about, where I'm like, oh, Johnny. Yeah, like Johnny's I mess a, with them all the time, and yeah. I know when to stop because I'm like, all right, he's actually getting mad now. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna stop doing that. <laughs> or you wake up and Johnny's just yelling about something. <laughs> right, right. One of my favorite things about sleeping over is like just early in the morning, just Johnny just walks to the living room. What's up, mother? Coffee and he wants <laughs> no, but dude, like I, I think uh, the biggest, the biggest thing is just communication. That's such a, that's such a killer of a lot of relationships. Yeah, you know, I, I've learned that through going to therapy is like communicating mm. and like just being more self-aware of how you 
give your love and how you receive it yep. as well yeah. is very important. And like people might not receive your love how you perceive they're receiving your love. Yes. Which is what makes communication so yes. important. Yes, and that's like the, that's another big thing is like, uh, now this this may be a little controversial to some people, but like me and my therapist always talk about like, we don't believe in the love language thing. Like, yeah, like, yeah, but we understand like, do certain things that, you know, your partner wants. Like, obviously, like, you know, with, like, pleasing them and stuff like that. But, like, to just use that as a scapegoat for everything. Oh, that's my love language. That's why I don't do that. Like, yeah. oh, I don't say these certain things to you because that's just not, that's my love language. I don't do that. Like, yeah. that's an excuse, you yeah. know? Like, and that's, like, a big thing that me and my therapist always used to talk about. It was, like, yes, you can use that as, say, like, um, sorry, you know, like, I haven't got you any flowers, you know, like I'm not really a big gift giver, but at the same time, if you never get her flowers, it's like, that's just an excuse at that yeah. point, you know, like, it's like, dude, like you say like, I, this is my first time when I've been with someone where I'm just like, this is just so easy. Yeah. Like there's nothing I need to like worry about like mm -hmm. type shit. And I'm like, so it's like, yeah, like if I have the opportunity, like I'm passing by a store and I see a bouquet of flowers. And I'm going to see my girlfriend. I'm gonna just grab them, not out of necessity, but just because, like, I just kind of want to. And that's not my thing. Like, I'm yeah. like a big, like, you know, words of affirmation type person, or like, um, what is it? Like, you know, kind of like a, you know, just to touch, like, you know, type yeah. shit. And, like, I like to be f hold, held, you know. Yeah. We like, know. Hold I just, I just oh, realized that me and Johnny share the same love language. <laughs> Says a lot. <laughs> Should we leave? We'll be you talking guys more after this podcast. <laughs> That's my no. biggest thing. Like, I, I remember my last relationship I was in. My partner always used to hold that as the excuse for everything. Like, she like wouldn't like. I, I'm not gonna go into detail about it, but it's like it's it, it was just such a dead end relationship that just like on both sides. Like, I wasn't providing her with things. She wasn't doing anything for me, and I was just like, kind of just sticking on because he didn't want to give up. You know, yeah. type shit, but that's that people pleaser mentality. Yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying. You but wanna, yeah. yeah, now that I see yeah. what love is actually like, or you know, something like that, like, dude. But that goes back to what Jack was saying. It's like it's experience. Yeah, you know literally. I mean? yeah, dating, yeah. like when you date someone for a long time, or you date multiple people, like you start to become self-aware and learn what you want for and what, sure. Learn right. what you are, what you should tolerate and what you should not tolerate. It's even you wild, I mean? like too, when you think like someone's the one and then it doesn't end up working. You're like, all right, I really gotta like sit down and focus on like what the f yeah. I wanna get right. Like yeah, about myself. Since we're talking about dating, mm -hmm. the perception on dating a musician, right? What is, what has that been like for you guys? Have you guys ever been like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, yes we have. <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like musicians always get the bad rap. I don't know. Everyone's like, "Oh, you're dating a guy. Oh, he's in LA. That's the biggest one. Dating a musician in LA. Like, if a girl tells her dad that she's dating a musician who's in LA, he's like, "Oh, don't worry. He's cheating on you. Like, definitely. Like, what is that? I don't know. I think that generally I get it because the whole rock star thing. You know, whatever people." I get where the stereotype comes from, but I would say in general, like, uh, I, I don't know. I don't think it really applies to, especially our situation. Like, we all, all keep our each other so accountable that it's like, 
Dude, I, you, you want to hear something funny that my girlfriend does? Yeah. She has a whole folder on her phone whenever I get, like, we're out and about, like, say, like, out in Atlanta or out in L.A. Like, whenever I get noticed, she always is, like, she she gets right behind them. She starts filming. She's, like, oh, my gosh. Like, this is my boy. Like, yeah, Johnny. Like, say hi, Johnny. You know, like, like yeah. You know, like, <laughs> she has, that, like, a whole folder of that. all yeah. these different yeah. things. So yeah. she's just, like, she's just, like, yeah, these are all your little fan interactions. Like, it's so cute seeing you, like, yeah. you know, interact with them. And I'm like, that's so cool, you know, versus like getting like, say, sometimes yeah, yeah. certain partners, we get jealous from all the attention you're getting from certain people, you know, or certain groups of people. And yeah, I feel like that sometimes can be like a little bit of a problem in a relationship. It's a little oh, bit yeah, of an insecurity just, uh, thing. Yeah. yeah, I'm constantly worried about that. What? It's like, like from being on a dating show, this is like not music related, true, but it's true, like yeah. go on a dating show and then like be on a date and someone's like, oh, yo, you're done for proven match. And I'm like, oh, what's up? Yo, man, so yeah, you got done dirty, bro. I can't believe on that show when you were hooking up with that other girl and this happened, and then you said, I love you, man. That was crazy. And I'm like looking at my day. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, like read the room, dude. Like, the, like, what the f is going on, man? Like, so that, like, I hate it when, like, and that's another thing that makes it, like, complicated. And I feel like on top of that, it's like when people look at the show and then they're like, they go on my profile and they're like, oh, and you're a musician. Mm. <laughs> oh, okay, it's it's just like I've I've hit every red flag. It's like oh, dating show musician. You're covered in tattoos. You also paint your nails. What's that tattoo say? Slut. Love this about you. Yeah. It's like I just hit every check mark. Piercings great. Yeah. Like even like being whatever on TikTok. Like your partner's always gonna have to deal with like the comments. You mm -hmm. know. Like especially Pierce probably takes like the biggest rap on that. Just like oh, they love Pierce. Say. Yeah, they love Pierce. <laughs> like, what, I think we we posted a cooking video today, and it was like we cooked like a gourmet steak. Someone commented like, "I'd love to be that gourmet steak." They say the crazy <laughs> shit on TikTok. Yeah, you saw my comment, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so they'll just like yeah, Pierce like has Brittany ever said anything about that? Like just yeah, like, reading those. It's probably gotten better. Yeah. From like where it started. It was like, so it was obviously like a thing to consider, you know? Yeah. But like, for example, like season one, like Kenneth Kirkland, I'm talking like June, July, last summer. Um, like when these videos first started blowing up, like contestant number three was a heartthrob. I don't know why. These, <laughs> these people got so drawn to like contestant number three, whatever. But like some of these comments were like crazy, man. Um, but like, like as a viewer, like if you own the app, you can see the like comments and everything. So Brittany was actually living with us for like the first two months of her being out here in California when she was like finding her place and everything. Um, so she would like read these comments and it was like, she never would get, I mean, like, can you get mad at me for those comments? You know what I mean? Yeah, no. Like I understand it, but like, yeah. So like it, it turned into like, like, oh my God, like these people are saying the crazy shit about like you, like my boyfriend. Mm. And I was like, yeah. But and then it just turns into like a slow joke. Like we literally read these comments together now and just like laugh, you know? It's that trust. Yeah. It's that, that it's building that trust, big man. Trust. Big trust, yeah. baby. Big trust. Yeah. Have you guys found like your dating lives have changed since like blowing up now? Now you guys are more recognizable and have you noticed a shift? Probably made it better because at least it seems like you know, like my career. Like she, like like, she made a good investment. You know? <laughs> yeah, like, I'm just saying, because like my like my ex broke up with me right before I got on my shows, and I damn. Blew up. And my buddies were like, she was this close. <laughs> if she had just stuck it out for a couple more months. <laughs> and like, it's not to say that we're like big or anything, but it's I think it's the fact that like we're. There's I'll gas to, you up. You guys are the there, shit. Thank you. Thank you. But there's something to build on, so even it's helped my relationship because. 
you know, I'm probably happier because I know that I'm working for something. Yeah. Even if I'm a little more stressed out, at least I know that something's like in the works. Yeah. So I think she's more proud of me for it. So it makes our relationship a little closer. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And those are like my favorite kind of, like I wish I had that. Those are my favorite type of relationships. Like my best friend has been with his girl for roughly the same amount, like eight, nine years. And I remember like we used to live together and we would just had like one room, I'd sleep on the floor. <laughs> uh, he had a mini fridge that we would put all our food in. Like we, and I remember when they first met and she was like ride or die. I was on the floor, mm. she was on the couch with him, sleeping together, whatever like that. Yeah. And now it's like, he dropped everything, started his own like labor business, and he like engaged, got engaged in Maui. They're buying a home like August 10th, I'm gonna go help him move. And I'm like, this is insane. Nice. Good for that. Like you yeah. guys like, like you guys held each other down and it was a good investment. And stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? She yeah. bought, she, they, they bought a lot of stocks in each other and it paid off. <laughs> That dividend be real, baby. Yeah. And like tough times make like obviously make you stronger. So even like moving to LA, you know, we could have like just broke like something could have happened there. Yeah. But like it didn't. Like she was out here for like half a year. We didn't see each other at all. And but we both stuck through it. So I think like that, like tough times, like kind of makes the relationship stronger. And in the end, you become better partners from it. Yeah. For sure. It's that it's that struggle, man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's that struggle. Yeah. That eating straight peanut butter out of a jar. Yeah. You I know mean, what I'm saying? Even when I wasn't single, I was doing that. Let's yeah. Honest, <laughs> I f with peanut butter heavy, bro. He does f peanut butter. How are you guys? How are you guys gonna handle tour? In what in what aspect? What do you mean? In the dating aspect. So like for example, like I guess like it's not really gonna change that much because you're as old. For mine, is like it's it it does change a little bit. We don't do the morning. Like right, the talks. schedule toss. Kind no, of I usually to shift like I usually like call her like where like I'll be in the green room and like I'll be like I'll call her for like five minutes. I'll be like, hey, what's up, babe? Like, here I want to show you this crowd. Like, and then I'll go out like on the thing and I'll be like, like kind of just show her like it's yeah, like yeah, a packed yeah. crowd. I'm like, yeah, what the f and she's just like, oh my god, that's so cool. And we kind of just give each other like a little pep talk and I go like, and is, that's about it. Is this your guys' first tour since being in LA? So we've been on one one tour in LA since. So. Basically, we moved out here. The Canna Kirkland series kind of blew up, and then we like automatically went on tour, mm -hmm. and we were like, like, "Let's just do it," yeah. and it worked, which is crazy because um, we did, we had no we had like zero fans before yeah. that, and then we were like selling out shows, which yeah. was <laughs> wild for us. But yeah, and so this will be our second one. And how did that work with like dating, like your significant others? Like, how did they handle that? I think this how one did was, you guys handle it. Like, obviously, it's bigger, so it was a little more stressful. I think. Mm -hmm. um, it's stressful for everybody, like just involved. I think because every even our significant others had to deal with us, and we were probably like not easy to deal with. Mm -hmm. So they had to deal with that, um, and then just communication. I think it's different for me because I've been in a relationship for so long. So we're kind of like we know what's good. It's like you know when I leave, it's just like you know I'll be back. We're just working, you know? yeah. So, but I don't know. What about you guys? Let me just hop, Go for it. like, yeah, just cause like, like me and Brittany like been in this like relationship for like five years too. So like we had, like you know like when we were back on the East Coast, Tom like the whole like East Coast runs we used to do like month whatever. So like you like w having that experience like over your relationship, it's like your relationship gets seasoned for those like long hauls of like not like being able to see one another, and like mm -hmm. that's the way it worked for me and Brittany. We did 
what, like two, three tours on the East Coast? I think three. Three. They were like a month long. Well, maybe two, because the first one, I don't know. If you... But if we come back to the first tour being out in L.A., that was the biggest one of two months. And it's the same thing Tommy said. See you again. This is going to be for work. It's sad, you know. You got to, like, FaceTime. That's <laughs> what you got. But no, like, I, we become seasoned, so uh, tours now are, like, not easy. I would be lying if I said easy, but, like, they're doable. You know yeah. what I mean? Something like that. Yeah, I, w- I would say for me, too, one thing that I may have forgotten to say, like, earlier, like, I, I would say the benefit of my relationship, one, is that I am with someone that's in the film industry. I'm in the music industry. They're in the film industry. So they kind of get how that life kind of goes. Yeah. Where I'm just like, hey, like she wouldn't be surprised if I was just like, hey, babe, so uh, I'm going on a, a tour. I'm, I'll be gone for two and a half months. She'd be like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. Like, tell me about it. You know, like, I'm so excited for you, yada, yada. Cause she's just like, gets that. She's like, that's your job. Like, you're yeah. into that. You're doing that. And I would say, like, it definitely helps having a partner in the, either that respects or, is in kind of a similar industry as you because there there can be someone that says all day long how much they support you but when it comes to the end of the day say for instance uh for example say you you're in a you're in a band your band's about to go on the biggest tour of its of, of its entire career and you're with this new girl and you're just like hey or not even new girl you're just with some girl that like you know you've been dating but like they don't really get like what the music industry is like they don't get that you might have to leave for months on end to go play your music in front of a bunch of people like a lot of people nine times out of ten are gonna be like you're leaving for two months what are you talking about like yeah why and it's like do you need to do that like uh, they start asking all these questions like is it worth it you know like are you gonna be making money like it's and it's nice to be with someone who's just like doesn't worry about those things and it's just like oh cool yeah. Going on tour sounds Hell good. Yeah. Like, well, it, it's it's not different for me because I met her um, doing the Kenneth Kirkland. I, I actually we did a collab with this girl named Victoria Paris, and um, she is really good friends. You've met our like uh, two uh, producers we have on our show. Yeah, she is best friends with them, right. and they came to do just you know BTS photography, and they brought her with them, and me and her just. I was yeah. that wasn't like October too, yeah. or like bef- way before. I was like a way before month and October. Half or yeah, two. but that was in like August and um, last year August and um, yeah. So we met through that, and it was just like we kind of met in like the. She saw what I did as like you know from the get go. Like mm-hmm. oh, you do these videos. Like she knew who I was, and yeah, it was just yeah, yeah. It's kind of nice. And then shout out Victoria Paris. Yeah, shout out. You Victoria uh, introduced Paris. me to my girlfriend. Hell yeah. And now, my two boys, man. My two single boys. Shit. You gonna put your fingers on something other than a guitar, you know what I'm saying? Watch out. You know what I'm saying? You feel me? You feel me? What do you say on tour, man? You're single, you're going on tour. How's it looking? Yeah. Are you gonna get into some mischief? Most likely. That's That's the plan. The only thing is my managers don't advise me to do that. They say, (laughs) (laughs) my managers say don't get into mischief, so to speak. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, whatever happens, happens. You know, wh- the thing with tour is people always perceive it to be like the super elegant thing. And like, we're like partying every night. No, normally you get done the show, it's all business. And then you jump in the car and you either drive to the hotel room or you're driving six hours to the next place. Like there's not always a lot of time to like, you know, mischief, <laughs> mischief around. But, uh, you know. I'm not gonna close any any doors that are open. I like that. So I like to speak. That. 
Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'm not going to close any doors if they're open. <laughs> what about you, Jack, huh? <laughs> I, uh, you can, I'll go stick with the same quote as you, Conrad. No, um, yeah, dude, tour is, like, very, you know, I feel like everyone thinks, like, tour is just, like, a giant party, and it's not. It's, it's very taxing physically, and, like, it is the best thing. Like, I do love, I would be touring, like, eight out of the 12 months of the year if I could, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it is fun like meeting people. Um and uh yeah, next tour and just I want to have a good time, dude. I want to like cuz our last tour was a little stressful, not going to lie. Like we had some crazy things happen with like production and blah blah blah, but uh yeah, I feel like this especially coming up with quarters of change. We're going on tour with them. So, and they're our boys. So we met them in New yeah, York. Yeah, that'll be fun. So, yeah, I feel like it's going to be a lot more fun time and uh yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I still my hearts with Dom. So it's gonna be <laughs> tough. My, heart, my heart's either gonna, gonna be, be in tough Canada I'll or Los Angeles. To someone, and I'm gonna be thinking, you know, of of Dom. So it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. But I know, it's gonna be rough without you guys. Maybe I'll have to call you like right before. I'll be like, hey, is this cool? Yeah. Right, are you okay? With this? Can you talk okay. to this person? All right, the hard hitting questions. Hard hitting questions, boys. And this is tough to ask. Oh God. Because I know your significant others. You know what I'm saying? I met them. I met you guys. I love you guys. Okay. I know you love each other. We love you. Do you think you put the band before your relationships? Oh, really asking the hard-hitting ones, huh? Huh? Um, I will say throughout, I've had, I've been in like maybe two or three like somewhat long-term relationships, and I <laughs> is that my number? Is that my number? You counting? I, I need someone to keep track. Um, but um, I will say. Oftentimes it is what drives us away. Now one of like one of my uh, crazy exes <laughs> I hesitate to say that because that's kind of rude to say. But um that was well the thing is like I I put this above everyone always. So like even before this was anything, like four years before we moved to LA, it was always like never die. Like this is what we're doing, we're fully committed to this and we're sticking to it. Um so even in like one of my more like tame relationships, or I will say they weren't as crazy or whatever, um, I still ended up like, all right, we're going to LA for a month, like this and that, and became a whole problem and a whole argument. So I, I would say for me personally, yeah, it has kind of like been taxing having this and trying to balance it. And maybe it's probably a lot of my own fault because, you know, trying to figure it out, like obviously like, Tommy and Pierce have been extremely long-term relationships and in the same band as me, so it's not like... It's, it's, not, it's not like it's impossible. It's yeah. not impossible. Yeah, right. And I'm also not the best with, like, Leo told me I gotta... Leo Segebri told me I gotta make a checklist for, you know, for what I want in someone, um, which is also great advice. Um, but I will say definitely it's been... It's hard to balance it because, like, you know, we're chasing dreams, you know, we're chasing our goals and, like, it's not easy you know it's it's a it's an interesting thing to balance you know yeah and you got to find somebody that understands how much this means to you and i think that's like i would assume why that works with your guys relationship being so long term is they know how much all these boys mean to you guys yeah and i think it's kind of like work like anything else like you know like some days like what we do like takes precedence you know like if we're working hard like you know it's just what it is and then some days like you know, I got to put my relationship first. Yeah. And I think, I think everybody deals with it. Um, and I guess it's harder cause 
we're kind of like running our own business. So you like everything's on you. So like I said, some days you just got to work on that and you know, yeah. your relationship might take a hit from it. But I don't know if I would say that like, I would never put like the band above my girlfriend, mm-hmm. you know, I think they just work together in one thing. It's some days, you know, one takes precedence over the other. But. I think uh, another thing too is similar to like progress and how it's not linear and how it's just like, you know, putting, you know, someone on a pedestal almost is like, the band is more important than you, baby girl. Like, no, that's not <laughs> how it works. You know, like, it's just like. <laughs> well, it's sort of like that. It's sort of yeah. like that. That'd be a wild thing to say. Right? One month. Anyways, anyways, getting back to it. It's like, <laughs> it's, it's like when you're in a relationship with someone, there's similar to what Tommy has said. There's going to be times where it's like you have to say, Hey, you have to prioritize it as, as as almost or like a um, like categorization. Like I have my therapist talks about this. Like I have a bunch of drawers in life. Mm -hmm. These are the things that you know like mess me up. I can't have all the drawers open at once because then I'm just gonna have all this baggage. I'm gonna be like I don't know what they do. Like you know. So I kind of like take one drawer out. Similar to like the relationship. It's like today I'm putting the band hat on. Mm -hmm. I need to focus on the band. So like today I'm focusing on my girlfriend like oh my girlfriend needs me during this time the band is being shelf for right now you know like yeah. I need to be there for her or it's like hey we just got uh, an offer from three different talent agencies and four different labels that are very interested in you and it's like okay the band hat is coming out like that's yeah. all I'm fucking worrying about right now like I'm sorry like I can't like that's like a thing like it's just like there's two different paths or and or like kind of like roads that you're driving on it's like sometimes you got to go like the band route and sometimes you got to like be there uh, all the time for your for your you know partner or whatever you know like yeah so putting it before someone you're dating is like kind of you know subjective in a way because it's like you know it's it's not linear in a way where you're just like i'm doing this and then i'm doing that and i'm doing this and i'm doing that it's just like depending on how life is going like you know like it's like with anything it's just balance exactly that's the biggest thing yeah Okay. And I want to switch things around real quick because we've been talking about how dating or how work affects your dating, but I want to talk about how dating affects like your work in a sense of like as a musician with, so like with my, with myself, it's like, I'm in a position where like, if I do go on a date or I do go on that, it sort of becomes somewhat of like content in a way, depending on how it works, whether it inspires me, if I go on something that inspires me, it might inspire me to write a song, something that's like good, joyous, if I have heartbreak, it's something that, you know, I would share on here or I would share through my music. Do you guys have that in a sense where like your dating lives have kind of like inspired or for better or worse, your music? That's a Jack question right there. That's like a great question, actually, because uh, it, it does. It affected at least the way I wrote music and my approach to writing music. Um, I feel like uh, it's music's always been a way for me to um, kind of like like almost like Conrad's like checklist, like what you want in a person. It was kind of like my way of like, you know, navigating my thoughts, my relationships, like the things you think about at night. Um, and like, I know we have like, we put out two recent songs. They're kind of sad and it kind of shows like how I was feeling like at the latter end of the relationship, like wasn't so bad. I wrote during the relationship and then happy goodbyes, like right at the very end. And we have like a, a, a plethora of other songs that kind of have the same vibe, but um, it, it, yeah, like a, 
because now we're kind of like, even though I looked myself in the mirror, I was like, dude, I want to write some happy songs again. And then I was like, I actually need to be happy first. Like I need to yeah. practice loving myself um, and not dig myself into these holes. So Say that shit. It, yeah. And like, you really have to tell yourself that. And if you don't practice loving yourself, you're going to not be, you're just not going to reach your full potential. And it obviously takes time and practice, but uh, I can't wait to see me actively trying to do that and better myself um like come out in my songwriting like i know it will it hasn't in the past like month or so i've been like kind of like a writer's block but i know that like it's gonna flourish i, I have a feeling yeah. like during tour and after tour like i'm, I'm pumped like, i don't know but yes it definitely does affect like as especially as an artist like it, it it's like your whole writing and your whole life so yeah i guess that's what i meant like i joke about this a lot um, is just like being broken and like how it affects like my creative process. And I remember I heard this thing from like City and Color. He did an interview and they asked him like, why are your songs so sad? And he's like, cause when I'm happy, I want to do shit. Like I want to hang out with my friends and like, I don't have time to write, but when I'm sad is when I just like, that's when I'm alone and that's when I have to get that out. Yep. Right. So I don't share that with anybody else. And that's why it comes out so sad. I feel like, like with my band, that's why I asked that question. Cause like we kind of set this tone because we met me and Keegan met, we used to actually be roommates and we lived with our significant others and oh, we nice. didn't talk like, oh, wow. because like it was this weird dynamic dynamic where our exes were best friends. We didn't know each other, but we were both going through relationship shit. So they were talking to each other about us to us. Oh God. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they would talk to each other. Then oh, my, man. then my ex would come to me and be like, it's you won't tanky. believe what Keegan's doing. And then like, <laughs> and then my that's, go, that's kind of you won't believe what Dom's See, but doing. That's some so album. We're, so that's album we're shit living right there, with each other, like, and we're looking at each other like, "Do you suck, dude? I don't know. Like, I don't know if I should come up to you and approach." And we were all living right. together. Like, they lived upstairs. Like, I saw him all the time. And then eventually, he broke up with his girl. I broke up with my ex. And then he reached out to me because I put out this mental health video because I lost my friend to mental health when I was out uh, like he killed himself and Sorry i made this that. video about it and he reached out to me he's like hey man like now you're going through some stuff i've been going through the same stuff come let's meet up at the studio because he we both knew he made music and then he's like yeah man i thought you guys were gonna break up all the time i'm like i thought you guys were gonna break up all the time and we kind of bonded and formed this group <laughs> over heartbreak wow which just kind of set this tone of just like we're just these two broken guys yeah making music and then just like when he we and we joke about it like this is all just like lighthearted but he'll like break up with someone I'm like good yes new song perhaps no, yeah I feel the like same I remember, way. Like, yeah like, whenever I write my best music I always reflect back like like I'll, I listen back through my catalog I was like wow this one is sad as hell this one's sad as hell but it really does inspire you to like touch that emotional part of you that maybe you wouldn't want to you know yeah like there's definitely like people that have just like mastered the craft of a happy song. Yeah. Which I just like, yeah. in my soul, I know I'm just not capable of that. <laughs> it's just not. Even no, when I, think, I write I a happy song. I think you are, song. dude. I think you are. I think no, it depends dude. on the people I, you're around. <laughs> I, I swear to God, nah. dude. I swear to God. Like I'm a happy, I'm a happy person. But when it comes yeah. to like my art, it's just like, I'm just not. Right. I remember we wrote, we wrote the song called Drowning. And one of the lyrics is like, if you see me drowning, throw more water in the ocean. And my bandmate looked at me, he's like, Yes, you're going through some shit. <laughs> I like yeah. this. Roll. Right, right. He's like, run with this. this, man? <laughs> run with this. Keep writing. <laughs> He's like telling all the other bands, never ever like Dom. Yeah. yeah. For the sake of the art. But it, but it's like, it's, it's crazy how like your dating life and 
just it affects like even the way you play music mm -hmm. yeah. you know what i mean the mm -hmm. mood that you're in it's like even when you want to play music like i don't know how you guys like aside from jack but even like practicing music it's like like even when i was at my even when i was like at my saddest it was like those were the moments where i'm like i gotta get this out somehow and it's like i just started drilling just like right. i'm gonna write non-stop non-stop because yep. non i it just it gave me something to just like put that energy into whereas like when i'm happy it's like yeah oh let's just go to the you know, let's just go to the beach or whatever. Let's fucking hang out. You know what I mean? It kind yeah, of, it, right. The vibe shifts. That's that's so funny you said it because I was just in a relationship and I was like happy. I was spending time at her house. And then I was like, I know I need to practice. I know I need to do these things because I'm super adamant about practicing regularly. But I was like, eh, I could just hang out and we could just like watch TV or something. What? Like, I don't know. Like, when I'm by myself, I'm like freaking out. Yeah. I'm like, to everyone out there, like, oh, you mean just be a normal human being? No. 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 Like, what? But that's, I, I, I know what you're saying. But that's respectable. You, My mom is the same yeah. way. She can't sit down right. at all. Yeah. Yeah. I, she ain't I can't. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm like, there's times where, like, I'm a day when I'm alone. I'm like, okay, hold up. Wait, what should I do? And, like, my band's <laughs> not around. I'm like, fuck. Do I just go to do I just go to the band's house or the next crib and just like right. just kick it there? I'm like. sure they got Animal Planet on. Like we can watch Animal Planet together. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah. So I guess this question is more directed at Conrad and Jack. But like dating, now that you guys are a lot bigger, you guys are found a bit of success. Do you, is it harder to navigate? You know what's funny is like like thinking about how it's changed. Like before, it's like no one even gave shit about me. <laughs> you know, it was like I could try all I wanted and it was like whatever. But now it's like people actually want to talk to me and like DM me or whatever. So it's like it's kind in that respect it's gotten easier cuz like people actually I guess care now. <laughs> yeah. But um I think it's become harder because our schedule is pretty tight and like I don't want to look at the guys and be like, "Hey guys, we can't shoot a podcast tonight." Like I've got a date. They'd be like, who the hell are you talking to? Like, what are you, what are you even talking <laughs> about? They would, Dude. if I ever said that, those guys would be like, yeah. what? I'll just say that's the one thing like right now is like, we don't really leave the house. Um, but it, which is like great because it's so relaxing, honestly. And especially since I know we're going to be touring and blah, blah, blah. But, uh, so like the only chance I get is like for my plan of fitness and like, <laughs> Yeah. That's really the only. That's really the only me, time I have time to like me meet, meet a significant other. But I'm getting watch jacked. out, and uh, that's never ideal. I'm on on like pre workout. I'm I'm feeling crazy. It's not I'm not really approachable. Dehydrated, then. but you know. Yeah. But so yeah. So yeah. Boring. No, but Planet Fitness has helped my dating life for sure. Nice school. Um, it's super. Did that answer your question? Yeah. I think it's. I don't, I don't really the, know. I know something about Planet Fitness and. I yeah. don't really remember what happened. Um, <laughs> How did we get here? Yeah. Um, well, there you go. Yeah. Fan advice. We're giving advice. All right, here's a question. How do you deal with your girlfriend, boyfriend being jealous? I'm just going to start it off. One word. Communication. Damn, theme of the day. Beautiful. Pierce? Get out of your comfort zone. Don't be scared to talk to each other. You have more than just yourself to talk to. Talk to your significant other. You know? Stay strong, work it out. If you love them, keep on loving them. Yeah, I would say just, I mean, reassure, you know, reassurance. It ties into communication, but it's like the only reason someone's jealous is because they don't feel secure. So giving them that assurance, I feel like, would be 
a way to do it? Um, I feel like my girlfriend's always been like way out of my league, so I don't even know if she gets <laughs> Like, I feel like, you know, like, so. Self-aware king. Yeah, you know. Self-aware king. Also, like, yeah, she just, like, I don't know what she'd be jealous about. So, but if, you know, I think the same thing, communication is key and just having a solid relationship for sure. Go ahead, Jack. I would, I would just say, yeah, make them feel loved. Like, if, like what Conrad said, that usually that stems from insecurity and, uh, make them feel... Just as loved as possible, like I do with my Piercy. Okay. Those are all, all, all good advice. Wow, yeah. So, okay. So I went on a date, right? And I haven't gone on a lot of dates like since I did the show or whatever like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I haven't been out with somebody and I get recognized, right? So I'm like, okay, this is going to be good. Like I'm going to go somewhere. I'm going to get recognized. And then that's going to impress them. This is going to enhance likability factor this is good stuff right. getting recognized or whatever like that didn't care they didn't give a <laughs> shit at all yeah. didn't give a shit didn't give a shit they didn't give a shit yeah, yeah, yeah. So just don't get me in the photo <laughs> holy f- god damn it nothing nothing changed but nothing you, changed you did get recognized that was my advantage you did get recognized yeah i did that's good but i was like this is my advantage well you know you just you have a million followers for nothing. You gotta, you just gotta, f- John, you know what you gotta do, you know, I'm gonna be your dad for a second, is uh, you gotta settle down and find yourself a nice jealous woman. You know, that's, that's gonna. <laughs> wow. Alright, fans. Uh, you hear that, fans? I'm not Jesus saying I wanted Christ. to get, I don't, I just, I didn't say I wanted to get jealous. I just was, I was like, I wonder if it was gonna be a reaction. It was like, no reaction. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's we like, get more jealous. Like, if you get noticed, like, I'll be like, that's my dom, you motherfucker. Yeah. Well, don't talk to him. How do you deal with jealousy? Um, I usually don't. I usually just like keep it all inside and just let it fester until it becomes too much. Damn. Yeah. I'm joking. I'm not. I'm like. I'm not a jealous person at all. <laughs> I like, really. I genuinely don't give a but shit. Like if someone I, would like say you were dating somebody and they were jealous. Oh, of jealous you, of like, me? Yeah. Um. I, one thing about me is I'm very oblivious to a lot of things. So if someone's jealous, you would have to tell me like, "Hey, I am jealous." You don't think or you, you just wouldn't see it? I'd like. That's why me and like your dog Honey get along so well because I'm just so oblivious. True. Like someone be someone would like be really like, again be like, oh like you know they might hint at them being jealous and I'm like, oh we're doing like a little bit like yeah I'm mad at you too. You know what I mean? Like woo, <laughs> spicy. You have to literally look at me and be like I like I am jealous of what's happening right now. Yeah. But if they did get jealous, I think it just becomes it's just it's like why you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like because I I'm somebody who. I don't give anybody a reason to be jealous of anything. I'm like, hey, I'm I'm rocking with you. Like, if I'm like, if I give you my word, it's like, like you guys know me. Like, I'm just like, yeah. again, I'm like, honey, I'm just loyal to a fault. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, honey, I'm just like, I'm just, I'm, I'm rocking with you. It's like I met you guys, and it's like, I'm like, from, and I mean this with all my heart, best band I've ever heard. The minute, shit, two, dude. No, no, my damn, my favorite song. I don't know if you guys like, so like it. Bad taste. That shit f-ing slaps. I f-ing love that, that song. I love. I love playing and, that live. And you got. I will ride or die for you boys. You know what I'm saying? Likewise, like, I baby. Will, Likewise. I will. I will bump your music. I will big you guys up. Anything you guys need me, and that's just the person I am. So like, if anyone's ever jealous of me, I'm like, that is a. That's something that you have to deal with. Like, mm. um, I give everyone full reassurance. Okay, that's it for our show, everyone. They got their new single out now. Wasn't so bad. All their music is dope, though. Go to their Spotify. Follow each and every one of them. Go to the never-ending fall IG. 
and then go to their following and look for these faces. They all have Damn. similar photos, so you all be able to find them. You all be able to find these, follow them all. They're also going on tour. Buy tickets. Buy tickets. If you don't buy tickets, I ain't Man. Mm. I'm not taking photos outside with nobody that ain't bought some tickets for my boys, man. Damn. Come on, yeah. dog. And their TikTok, Canon Kirkland. Uh, if you haven't watched it, they just upload something right now. So if you're watching this later on and more stuff's been uploaded, go back and, and watch that one. Check it, baby. Check it, baby. All right. Thanks for everyone for listening and tuning in. Don't forget to follow, rate, and review Domi's Real wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to Pass Your Bedtime on YouTube for full video episodes. We'll see you next week. I love you boys so much, man. I love you. I love you.